You are now listening to Discover Your Potential with renowned radio talk show host and certified holistic practitioner, Cindy Gilman. So listen, participate, be inspired. Know that you can discover your potential. Here she is, Cindy Gilman. And hello, everybody. What an interesting time our world is going through right now. We're going to try to keep this as positive as we can. I know that many of you are going through a difficult time, and uh, it's probably like nothing we have experienced in our lifetime. But uh, we're going to keep this positive. I'm going to give you the call-in number if you want to jot it down. Make sure you let it ring four times. That number is 888-627-6008. Let it ring four times, and you'll get a chance to speak to our wonderful producer, Doug. Hi, Doug. He's busy. Um, He lets everything work. Sorry about that. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. How's California? California is wet, but we love rain. I know. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, um, first of all, I want to thank so many people who responded from around the world to the complimentary meditation that we recorded, and um, if you go to www.wyptalkradio.com, you can scroll down to the complimentary meditation. Um, We got responses, when I tell you, from all over the world who found it relaxing, It gave them a chance to let go of some of their stress. I suggest if you listen to it, do not listen to it while you're driving. Please, don't listen to any guided meditation while you are operating a motor vehicle. And I thought that's one thing that I could do to contribute something during this unusual time. And as you know, the next few weeks are not only critical that you pay attention to the rules that Dr. Fauci has given, which I will go over with you, but it's also a spiritual few weeks. Uh, Today is Palm Sunday, begins a holy week for Christians all over the world. Passover is this week, which is celebrated with Jewish people all throughout the world. And Ramadan is coming up. So three of the major, major religions are celebrating holy, holy times during this time. And I know it's difficult because usually we either get together with families or we're able to go to some type of spiritual service. But I know many of them are are being um, done online, and uh, as we are on HD Radio, and uh, you're listening to WBBS Radio, and... Doug is going to keep us plugged in, so I always uh, always like to try to start the program with something spiritual and inspirational. Before I read it, I just want to mention that I want to send out, and I hope all of you will take a moment to send a pure white light from wherever your highest spiritual source is to 
all the medical professionals, to all the first responders. These are people who are putting their life on the line for people who are not well, who are suffering with this virus. Um, So to all our medical professionals, first responders, um, I've heard about a whole group of people from Taunton, Mass., from the uh, fire department and police department who uh, caught the virus, trying to help and save other people. So um, let me read this for you. You know, I always say there are two types of people. People that affect life and people that let life affect them. I hope this, during this time, that you will be one of those people that helps, that helps to affect life. That means practice kindness, practice gratitude. Donate some food to your local food bank or food pantry. I know for those of you who are listening in Rhode Island, the Rhode Island Food Bank needs your help. They need donations. They need food. So it's the Rhode Island Food Bank in Providence, and there are food pantries throughout the country and the world. So we send healing thoughts and prayers to those who are in need of special healing prayer and thought to those who are dealing with this virus. And also, it saddened me because I flipped from one station to another on the TV and I noticed that Chris Cuomo, the brother of the governor of New York, uh, has the coronavirus. So Chris, or anybody who knows him, please tell him special thoughts of healing are coming your way. And also condolences to those of you who have lost loved ones. We can beat this. We can beat this if you follow the rules. And you know what the rules are. You've heard them everywhere. My hands have been washed so many times they look like prunes. (laughs) So, Christian Larson wrote this. Promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. To talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person you meet. To make all your friends feel that there is something special in them. To look at the sunny side of things and make your optimism come true. To think only of the best, To work only for the best and expect only the best. To be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own. To forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future. To wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature you meet a smile. To give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. To be too large for worry, too noble for anger, too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. You know, there's a lot of different emotions in that particular piece. And it's very easy, especially when you're 
under pressure to either criticize others or to frown, to get nervous, to feel anger, and it can be shifted. It can be shifted to something positive. Right now, we all, we all, as I hear everywhere on radio and television, we're all in this together because it's affecting the entire world. And I hope and I, I believe that something good will come of this. People are talking to each other again. They're not standing next to each other and texting. They're actually talking to each other. They're sitting down with their families and sharing a meal. Yes, you're thinking about that. I want to uh, mention again that there are positive things that we can do. We can either make a donation to a food bank or a food pantry or bring non-perishable foods to a food bank or pantry. We can look in on our neighbors, see if some of your neighbors who are shut-ins need something. If you are putting on your mask and going to the market, um, it's important. Uh, my condolences to those of you who have lost loved ones during this time. I want to mention something else. And I call this getting it off my chest. Yes, I heard something that was very disturbing to me. I heard that people were going into a Walmart with disposable gloves. And after they came out and put their bags in their cars or vans, they were taking the disposable gloves and throwing them on the ground in the parking lot. And the parking lot was filled with disposable contaminated gloves. Please, please be considerate of others. Now, there are many people right now who are doing things, they're making a change in their usual in their usual work, in their usual schedule to help others. And one of those people is Karina of Karinadresses.com. Hi Karina. Hi Cindy. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I I am staying um, positive and optimistic today. Um, thank you. Um, you know, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to mention. I know that you are a dress designer and make and maker, um, but you have shifted gear completely since this came out. And, well, maybe not since this came out, because I think it's been around for several months. But Mm -hmm. you said you were two weeks into it. Do you want to tell people what you are doing? Sure. Um, Hi. Um, So when I found out that my business was shifting and we would have to close our storefront even though we have an online store. Um, This was not really a time that people were thinking about buying dresses, but my first thought when I looked on the news, we knew that there was a need and the supplies were diminishing. And I had the resources for fabric and the know-how of production. 
and I had um, a community of sellers and makers in the Hudson Valley, mm-hmm. and we organized quickly, and the first week... So what are you making? On, we're making masks. Um, masks. We shift gears to make masks. Mm-hmm. For, I collaborated with another group who had been reaching out to health aid workers and uh, hospital workers, and they wanted a style of mask that could go over their uh, N95 mask to extend mm-hmm. the life of that mask to keep them safe. So we started making these 100% cotton, it's called a foo style mask. Mm-hmm. And um, the mm-hmm. first week we cut uh, 950 of those masks. Wow. And we made them into bundles and mm-hmm. distributed them and organized local sewers to sew at home safely, and then this past week, we cut another 3,000. So the first people um, who get the masks are the medical professionals? That's That was our intention, to reach out, and the people on the front lines that really needed them, We they, they were our priority. Uh, of course, we know now that everyone should be wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that 3,000 would be my last cut, but I've just ordered more fabric, which is so kindly donated by my fabric suppliers. So Mm -hmm. everyone's donating their time, the sewers that are out of work. Um, So now for people people uh, who would like to, who are not medical professionals, uh, you mentioned that they can purchase a mask. For five dollars. Yes. Well, so where do they actually, go to purchase? Where? What's the best way for them to purchase? We're just setting up this week. By Tuesday, you'll be able to go to KarinaDresses.com. dot com. Okay, that's Karina with a K. Karina with a K. K A R I N A. And what we're allowing people is to buy a mask. Actually, we've decided that we would like people to buy a mask for $10 because when you buy one, you're buying another. You're providing us the material to make another one for a health aid worker because uh-huh. we're finding that so people it's going really to be want $10 to give back. Mask? Yep. Okay. And if you don't have the money to buy a mask, I still want to send you one. So mm-hmm. if you cannot afford one, that doesn't mean you can't get one. For those who are working and can afford, we're asking you to pay it forward to the next person who can. Okay. Well, I thank you for joining me for a few minutes and letting everybody know that there are people who are really doing something to make a difference here. Uh, Karina definitely is with her team making masks for the medical profession, making masks for people. If you want to go to her website, it's Karina, K-A-R-I-N-A, dresses.com. And then where do they go? Down to Karina Cares? Down to Karina Cares. Down to Karina Cares, and that's C-A-R-E-S. And uh, we're all told now, wear a mask wherever you go. It's a wonderful thing having an opportunity to help in a situation and pull our community together. And I really think together we can make a difference. Thank you for having me. Yes, we can. And I thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much, Uh, Karina. Okay, Cindy, look for your mask in the mail. I'm sending it to you. All right. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Bye now. This is Cindy Gilman. Discover Your Potential. Um, We'll be back in just a moment after these messages. Cindy Gilman is a certified holistic and Reiki and energy practitioner, as well as a spiritual medium. As a spiritual medium and empath, she conducts individual personal consults either by phone or in her office. All sessions are professional and confidential. For a phone consultation or in-office appointment, go to www.cindygilman.com or call 401-885-4115.
Thank you. And I just want to uh, take a moment to uh, mention a company that is run by women. I've mentioned it in the past. Uh, It's called Tipsy, and that's T-I-P-S-Y, Chicks, C-H-I-C-S, tipsychicks.com. I know many of you are home. Uh, Many of you are having a glass of wine to kind of unwind. Um, And Tipsy Chicks, if you're looking for a unique, uh, fun gift for a birthday, wedding, a girls' night out, I guess for men as well, Uh, they have fun products, fantastic gifts. Their products are definitely original. And um, from their super unique magnetic drink charms in over 100 varieties, Tipsy Chicks has the perfect trendy gift everyone will love. And they can even customize your gift if you like. When you go to tipsychicks.com and you go to get your wagon, mention on the promo code DISCOVER and you'll get a 20% discount. So that's an interesting, interesting gift, not just for, not just as a gift, but even for yourself if you'd like to. I do want to mention one other thing. Um, this program is recorded live every Sunday. Our next program, which will be on April 19th, will feature Bill Beretta and Jean Beretta. And I hope Bill Beretta brings some of his friends from the Muppets, especially the chef. <laughs> so that's going to be, that'll be a fun program. That's April 19th, Bill Beretta, who does the voices from Muppets, and his brother, Gene Beretta, who was a guest on this program. Thank you. And um, and then May 3rd, uh, Bill Guggenheim, uh, Bill and Judy Guggenheim wrote the book, Hello from Heaven, and it talks about all of the different signs they call ADC, after-death communication. And, um, which there are many. And May 17th, I'm very excited, Anita Morjani, who uh, experienced a near-death experience and um, was in a coma with stage 4 cancer. And when she awoke, She chose to come back and help others. When she awoke from the coma, her cancer was totally in remission. And um, so that will be interesting. I don't know if some of you have had, you know, I'm talking about about, um, signs. I have been having on my patio some very, very unusual birds. Yes, birds, but unusual birds. Um, The, um, where did I, I have so many notes here. So many notes, cardinals, cardinals, those bright red cardinals and then a speckled hawk, and a beautiful, beautiful morning, morning dove. Um, I am extremely, extremely happy to, uh, to bring on this program a woman who is an author, a coach, a speaker, and a singer-songwriter. Uh, Doug, maybe you can play a little bit of uh, the song that she created during this time. You came here just to be with me To show me what love really means 
wanted it to be this hard And now I'm falling, I'm falling, I'm falling Like a shooting star Now I can see there is so much more You give meaning to what I live Don't think I don't hear you say Keep on believing, believing, believing Every day That is beautiful. That song is called Love Heals. Welcome, Carrie Rowan. Hello, Cindy. Thank you so much. Oh, what a lovely song. And it's called Love Heals? Yes, yes. The next part coming on with the chorus, and it talks about how love heals. And um, it says, hold me, please take my hand. We're all just a little bit broken inside. But if we open our hearts, then we'll find that love heals from the inside. And I truly believe love heals. Yes. I, I believe that if we, can, if we can shine a beautiful white light over this entire country, over wherever you live, over your family, that little bit of love. I know we're, we're supposed to keep six feet apart from each person. So if you can't hug people, tell them how much you love them, because mm-hmm. love heals. So Absolutely. tell me a little bit about you. About me. Well, I'm so excited because I am... I just finished my book, my first book, um, and it's very exciting, and I think that it's a perfect time for people to hear a message of inspiration and a new way to think about our lives. Now, you, you're an author, a coach, a speaker, but you weren't always doing that. No, actually. I had a, uh, a corporate career when I came right out of college. Um, and so I was a, I'm, I'm a reformed corporate ladder climber. And so <laughs> this, is, this is really just a culmination of me coming back to myself. You know, you talk about your show being called Discover Your Potential. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, I experienced all these other great things, which really everything along the way led me right here to this point. I needed all these steps along the way in order to bring this book out into the world. Um, but I believe we all have potential, and a lot of that is, who we are when we're younger, when we're children. And I kind of went back to my roots with going back to my music and my, um, you mentioned a sunny side up kind of view, and that's always been who I am, just naturally as a kid. So when you were a child, were you singing and making up songs and dancing? That's all I did as a kid. I just inherently did that. I don't know why. I would organize the neighborhood kids and to put out a production of Grease and sing and dance. And it's just what came natural to me as a younger child. And I would write a lot of poetry. Um, and then I guess when I got into high school, I sort of kind of got involved in some other things and uh, got involved in, you know, not, not musical things, more cheerleading and that kind of thing in my school work. So I, I got away from that. I got involved in cheerleading in high school and doing competitive cheering and all that. Oh, cheering. Yeah, so shouting instead of singing. (laughs) But, you know, as a coach and a speaker, you're still cheering. (laughs) You are still a cheerleader. I mean, I I couldn't cheerlead when I was young, but I feel like I'm a cheerleader. You certainly are, Cindy, and that's that's really a great analogy because as a coach you are, you're somebody's personal cheerleader, um, and I've always had that. You know, I used to leave little sticky notes around the house um, for my dad and my mom and just inspirational things um, to motivate people, and I just, I don't know, I was kind of born that way. I just had that intention to help others and inspire and motivate others. Now, where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, sleepy towns of Massachusetts, all over different towns in Mass. Um, so, so we are 
we are all we are both native Bostonians in a sense. <laughs> yes, I guess we are. Yeah, but I, I would be more somewhere west of Boston. But yeah, it's um, it's what Boston I've always known. Boston and its surrounding suburbs. Yes, Metro West, exactly. So um, yeah, so I guess that's really now, where the story started. You're also the director of advertising for Spirit of Change magazine. I am. Yes, I am. Spirit of Change magazine has been around for 30 years now. Pretty amazing. So for uh, for some of our listeners who don't know what Spirit of Change magazine is, tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about it and what it can contribute to them. Oh, absolutely. Spirit of Change magazine has given back to the community for a very long time. Like I said, they were started over 30 years ago. And um, we're the largest holistic publication um, in New England, and people really depend on us to find out all sorts of information about alternative healing methods and health and mental health and relationships and everything that falls underneath that big umbrella. Um, and they also, we produce the Natural Living Expo, which is very well attended. Over 10,000 people attend that every year. And nice. you can go there. It's amazing. And you can go there. And there's all sorts of vendors and food vendors and natural health. And, I mean, it's pretty incredible. And all sorts of speakers that you can see and learn. And it's really, the energy there is just tremendous. It's very powerful and positive. Now, where do you generally hold this? It's at Marlboro, at the um, Hotel in Marlboro, the Royal Trade Center. And um, I started becoming affiliated with them when we were playing music for them, probably for like the last seven years. My duo and I, I have a duo called Cecilia Stone with one of my dearest friends. And um, I'm sorry, I'm, you're speaking fast and I'm not catching you. Uh, oh, sure, yeah. I was just saying that we started playing music there as a duo with my duo called Stevelia Stone. And we have been playing there and that's how I learned about this incredible place called the Natural Living Expo and Spirit of Change magazine. Mm-hmm. And so, and then you became the director of advertising. I did because I really believe in them, and I believe in their message, and I believe in what they do for the community and offering a resource, a free resource too, um, to people. And it's incredibly, um, it's an incredible location, and it's of the highest um, ethics. And uh, our readership is truly amazing, and you can really learn a lot. There's a ton of stuff on our website at spiritofchange.org. You can jump on there and read all about us and um, our clients. It's pretty pretty moving. Hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the book that you've written that will be coming out in May and where you got the idea to write the book. Hmm. Well, uh, it's called Your Story Sucks, The Happiness Right Out of You. My, and... my. <laughs> <laughs> and I just it's... see this vacuum going in. <laughs> people going, whoop, there it goes. There goes my happiness. Hey, so, come back, happiness. <laughs> it's a great visual, but um, it's really a culmination of some of the things that have happened in my life. Um and I tell a lot of stories about the things that happened in my life, but I, it's really, I would call it a teaching memoir. So it does talk about my life experiences and some of the tragic things that I've been through and how do you get to the Do you want to, to talk about that. that at all or would you rather not? Um, well, it's all in the, in the story about what happens to me, you know, and some of the things we all have tragedies and things that happen in our lives. And I think overall learning how to deal with that and really uncovering the negative stories that we might not even realize that we're telling ourselves in the background. Some of the little mantras and the little things that we chant to ourselves that really don't um, support the life that we really want to live. So not only am I telling things about, you know, certain events in my life, but I'm uncovering the stories that along my travels I discovered I was telling myself. That really what? weren't. I was telling myself that really weren't empowering me, and uh-huh. were making me feel stuck in my life. Um, so when we teach, we learn. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I find whenever I'm teaching, I'm learning as well. 
Yeah. Don't we teach that which we need to learn most? Right. <laughs> so, so now, yeah, you so said you had said your whole life has prepared you for writing this book. And you mm-hmm. you you said to me when we spoke earlier that it's in different steps to um, help people. Yeah, it's written the way the book is written, 13 chapters. And the introduction really goes into details about my life and what unfolded in my life. And then I've really kind of organized it. I've done some talks on this at the Natural Living Expo. Mm -hmm. And I organized it by five foundations. I came up with an acronym for the word STORY, so S-T-O-R-Y. And each one represents um, an aspect of our stories that we might not even realize are affecting us and how they affect us. So taking the reader through the steps and showing the reader how they can uncover their own stories. And then at the end of each chapter is a series of exercises really to get people thinking about some of their own stories and starting to really unravel those stories. Um, And then it ends with a meditation. I'm I'm a real big believer in meditation like you are, Cindy. Yes. Yes. I mean, I I truly feel that although... I always tell people this is not to be used in place of professional medical advice, but it's a mm-hmm. wonderful tool to, um, if it's a guided meditation, to allow your whole body, each part of you to relax and every function to to be in harmony with each other mm-hmm. and... Um, What type of meditation do you enjoy? I enjoy all kinds of meditation, and in the book I try to put a variety of meditations in there. Um, And I think any kind of meditation, even if it's just for five minutes, you can find a five-minute meditation. You know, people talk about, I think, not having time to meditate, but when you start meditating and you set up a routine for yourself in the morning or the evening, whatever works best for you, you start to feel the effects of of meditation over time. And I think that's what makes you become a true believer. And it's like, it's like any kind of exercise. Mm -hmm. The more, the more you exercise it, the stronger you get. The more you meditate, the deeper level of meditation you go into. Absolutely. And the more you, you appreciate your life and you appreciate everything else around you and you start to understand yourself better and on a deeper level when you're okay with the stillness and when you learn how to be okay with the thoughts. You know, I've had people say to me, well, I can't meditate because my mind is just too busy and these thoughts just keep coming in. Right. And that's One what that's I don't know how, how you react to them saying that, but Mm -hmm. I know for me, I always try to tell people, yes, your mind is constantly going, but when you start to meditate, you can lift away that mind clutter. I call it the clutter. Yes. It's cluttered, so you can lift it away and focus on something very positive or put yourself in a very positive place where you feel at peace. And if you start to get those cluttered thoughts, lift them away. Shift to something else. Shift mm-hmm. to something positive. Think of yourself in in a place of peace for you, whether it's by the ocean, a brook, a river, the woods, wherever. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's really powerful. Yeah, and I think it's also letting people know that it's okay. That's that's what the mind does. That's what the brain does. And it's okay. If, if you can let whatever happens be okay, you can find your way through that and find your way to the end. And as you said, it's like a muscle that grows stronger. It's a practice like anything else. You know, it's like yoga. The first time you got into a down dog, it wasn't very comfortable. You know, but the more you do it and the more you train yourself to do it, it just becomes part of who you are, and you get used to that calm feeling that starts to radiate out from you, and you start to when you're doing yoga. Well, when you're doing meditation, and you oh, start to realize, 
yeah, I was using yoga sort of as an analogy, even though it is part of meditation and yoga go together. But when you start to see the benefits of it and you start to see how your calm and your peace are affecting everyone around you, then that's positive proof that something's changing in your life. And change, change is possible. And sometimes it happens when we least expect it. So you mm-hmm. talked about how you were in the corporate world. What yep. shifted in your life that you changed to do to follow your path to be an author, a coach, a speaker, a singer-songwriter? Well, in the beginning, it was really me going back to my roots, as I mentioned, and wanting to express through music and you know, wanting to get more of a creative side that I felt was stifled. You know, even though all those years that I was in the corporate world, I still, on my goal list of a personal goal, I still always took voice lessons. And I always did something towards music because I never wanted to really lose that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to feed that passion. And it's always good to be creative. So I always kept that side of me, even though it wasn't what I was pursuing at the time. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a funny story, but at my wedding, I actually had a song recorded. Now, most people didn't know that I even sang. <laughs> and I played it at our wedding, and people couldn't even believe that it was me. And um, so it really just gave me a boost. And it's funny because we have my husband on video saying, she's quitting her job on Monday, and she's going <laughs> to pursue music. <laughs> Which and, wasn't and it's the plan, on the wedding video. It's on our wedding video. It's funny. Oh, that's but, funny. Um, and a year later, I did just that, and um, it was really powerful to have my husband really, you know, um, backing, having my back on following my dreams, I guess is what I would say. That's a true partnership when it, when uh, Gary Zukoff, the writer, when he wrote mm-hmm. your, The Seed of Your Soul, have you read that? Uh, yes, I love Gary Zukoff. Mm-hmm. I I. I absolutely love Gary Zukav, but he talks about the difference between a spiritual partnership and a traditional marriage and how people get into a marriage for different reasons, but a true spiritual partnership, which can be a marriage, but it's when each person encourages each other to fulfill their highest potential mm. and and their own. Yes. I love that. Um, I think that's super powerful. I want to just take a moment, because we do take phone calls on this program. It's and let it ring four times, and Doug will pick it up. You'll hear his melodious voice. He's got the greatest <laughs> broadcasting voice, Doug. Is 888-627-6767. Zero zero eight. If you'd like to talk to Carrie Rowan, and maybe she can help you uh, undo undo some of the uh, the stories that are sucking the happiness out of you. Eight eight eight. Where am I? Eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight. Let it ring four times. You'll hear Doug's wonderful voice, and he will let me know if someone's on the line. I do hope you'll call in. I know many of you are home right now. At least you're supposed to be. Um, so let us hear from you. And um, we're going to take a little bit of a break and come back. So you're listening to Discover Your Potential. This is Cindy Gilman. My guest today is author, coach, speaker, singer-songwriter, and someone who can help you undo all that stuff that sucks the happiness out of you. We'll be right back. Cindy Gilman is a certified holistic and Reiki and energy practitioner, as well as a spiritual medium. As a spiritual medium and empath, she conducts individual personal consults either by phone or in her office. All sessions are professional and confidential. 
For a phone consultation or in-office appointment, go to www.cindygilman.com or call 401-885-4115. And so we are back. The phone number to call in is 888-627-6008. We're going to take calls, so make sure you let it ring four times. Um, when you hear from people, what do you... Carrie, are you there? Mm-hmm. Good. Um, oh, for those of you who have just joined us, Carrie Rowan is an author, coach, speaker, singer-songwriter, and... Uh, the Director of Advertising for Spirit of Change magazine. We kind of um, touched a little bit on when when people come to you, whether it's as a coach or speaker, what do you find that they are most stuck with? In other words, they're stuck and they don't know how to get out of it. I feel like people are become most stuck with um, relationships in their life and whether that's a work relationship, a family relationship, a love relationship. And people get caught up a lot, I see, in a people-pleasing type of behavior that causes them to feel stuck and there's no way out. Um, and when you start to unravel that with people, a lot of times you find that it's what they're saying to themselves about it that's making them feel stuck. Um, so Say that once say, more. I want everybody to hear this. Sure. I think when you start talking to people and really uncovering what's going on behind the stories, right. you find that it's what they're telling themselves about being stuck, no matter what the subject is. What are you talking to yourself about when you think of this subject? Or what do you say to yourself when you start to feel those anxious feelings? When you can try to get underneath that a little bit, you might find there's a little statement that they keep repeating to themselves, or they like to tell the story over and over about this little black cloud that, you know, I call them little black cloud stories, this little black cloud that follows them around, you know. Um, It could be something as simple as, nothing ever works out for me, or see, I told you this would happen, or, you know, look at this, you know, almost looking to justify what's going wrong. Is this inner child pain? Absolutely. Of course. Yeah, sure. It can be inner. It could be something that was planted there so long ago that we don't even realize it's there running in the background of our scripts. I know? think, you know, I think a lot of times uh, uh, children take things literally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when an adult says to a child, you're lazy, you're lazy, you're lazy, you're lazy. Um, they'll start to believe it and they'll be lazy. Mm. A self-fulfilling prophecy almost. Right. Right. And those are some of the things that we try to uncover. You know, what are those scripts that come out when those points are that we're feeling lowest or we're feeling anxious or depressed or whatever the feeling is that we're feeling? I think sometimes people don't realize what's underneath that. It's almost right. like having to draw it out of them. Exactly. And, you know, we talked about the meditation, and I can't stress enough how the meditation really offers you that quiet space. You know, when we ask ourselves a question, the mind will always find a, a, an answer for us, whether we like it or not. So when we find that place of stillness where we can sit with that question or we can sit with what the answer might possibly be, we can ask ourselves these deep questions. And through some of the exercises and then the following meditation in the book, that's what I'm trying to help people do is really offer themselves that space to figure that stuff out. What comes to your mind first? You know, what, when you start doing like a just a, a consciousness, a flow of consciousness with your pen, what's coming out first, without judging, without judging it, 
which is really important to the whole process. Now, do you have children yourself? Yes, I do. I have two teenage girls. So, I'm sure that you've been, in your own way, coaching coaching them to help them bring out the best in their lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's certain, you know, no child comes with an instruction kit. Every, no. I always say, <laughs> <laughs> because each child is different. They can be brought up by the same parent or parents, and they're diff- each child is different. It's a unique soul. It's a unique, a unique mm-hmm. spirit that comes into the world to not only make a contribution to the world, but to learn something, to grow. Absolutely. Right. Coming from a family of five kids, we are all very, very, very different, for sure, in my, in my family of origin. You grew up with four siblings. I did. Mm-hmm. So oh, who was you. the bully? <laughs> What's so funny? Probably my brother. I just think families are funny and fun, and like everybody in my family was so different and so unique. Even to this day, we're all really different, and that's part of the that's part of the beauty of growing up in a big family. You know, people don't really have big families like that much anymore, but it was always an adventure. Yeah, but it, it always give you a lot of options, too, who you wanted to side with that day. You know, who, who was your best friend in the family that day? Mm-hmm. You know, my kids, don't, my kids don't have those options. They only have each other. And there are some children that enjoy being an only child because they get all the attention. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So your brother was the bully. <laughs> I probably say. Is, it, is he still bullies, a bully? No, what? not at all. No, not no. at all. Not at all. Not at now, all. is your family scattered throughout the country or have they stayed <laughs> in the same area? Uh, we're, we're kind of scattered. I have a sister in California. My parents moved to California a while back, and so some of the kids went out there, and one of my sisters is here in Mass with me, and then my brother's in Florida with my mom. So everybody's kind of all over the place, really. But that also makes it cool. You get to go visit. Right. And when we're allowed to. Travel yes. again. When <laughs> exactly. So who usually does the most traveling to get to to get to your siblings? Uh, my mother, she travels around to see all of us. And she's a big part of my story that I tell in my book because she's been a huge inspiration for me. So would you tell me a little bit about your mom? Sure. My mom... Um, came from a family of seven kids too. She had the big family experience and she's just a, she's a pillar of strength. And she quietly taught me a lot of these things that I feel like come naturally to me. But before things were even popular, I'll give you an example of, and I just found the original one she gave me just the other day. Back in 1996 or 1995, so it was before I was married. She gave me a little tiny notebook, and she mm-hmm. had a beautiful pen, and on the inside she wrote to me. She said, this will be your promise to me, is that each night before you go to bed, you'll open this book, and you'll write down three things that you're grateful for. Oh, a gratitude journal. Before, think about before this was even before gratitude journals or anything. She right. gave me this little book that I still have on my nightstand, and one of the things I talk about in my book is is that, you know, all these little experiences and all these little pieces of wisdom that everybody in your life, you, you mentioned the birds being a messenger, and I'm going to say that people are always messengers. There's those little birds for us, right? They come in and they give us the little, the little hope for the day or somebody smiles at you at the grocery store in line and makes you feel better. And so all these people throughout my life, and my mom was, was a very integral person for me in, in inspiring me and inspiring a lot of this book. I think, you know, I hope our listeners are taking note, quote, um, no pun intended, um, of what was just said, because 
during a time like this where all of us are told to stay in, uh, hunger down, don't leave your home, uh, try to be, you know, as, try to leave as little as possible. This is a good time to think about the things that we're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think if each of us could do that, and e- even the smallest thing, it would... Yeah it really would make a difference so people would think in a positive way instead of thinking about what they don't have. Mm-hmm. Think about what they're grateful for. I'm it's funny. Yes, I totally agree. And it's funny that you say that. I have a big plaque in my kitchen, and it says, Gratitude turns what you have into enough. Wait, say that once again. Gratitude. Gratitude turns what you have into enough. Into enough. Into enough. And gratitude is so powerful, it can change your brain. You wake up feeling gratitude and your day is going to turn out very differently than waking up, swearing at the alarm and rushing off to your day. Mm-hmm. And now that we have some downtime, I think I totally agree with what you're saying, is to, to try to look at what we do have. And I know this is a, this is a real hard time for people. And I think a way to reframe, instead of being locked inside or, you know, being in a lockdown or we're stuck at home, we're safe, you know. And if we're safe and we're doing all those things, I think that's a really good way to look at it and feel gratitude for, for what we do have. Doug, do we have a caller on the line? Uh, no, just about 30 seconds. Okay. All right, we uh, we have run out of time. <laughs> we we will have to do another program together. Carrie Rowan, uh, very quickly, we only have thirty seconds. What? How can people reach you? They can jump on my website at Carrie Rowan R O W A N dot com. I'd love to and hear from you. C A R R I E Rowan dot yes. com. And I thank you so much for spending part of your Sunday with me and with all our listeners. Doug, thanks again for a great job. Remember, do something nice for someone this week. Be kind to each other. It's easier to be kind than to be grouchy, even if you feel grouchy. We can beat this. Follow the rules. Listen to Dr. Fauci, wear something over your face and gloves. And don't throw the gloves in the Walmart parking lot. God bless you all. Have a great week. Enjoy your holidays as best you can. This is Cindy Gilman. Discover your potential. Bye-bye. Hello, I am Ron Hayden of Voices Unlimited. I've been writing and voicing radio and television commercials, toys, games, corporate sales and training, and so much more for over 25 years nationally and globally. I will write or co-write and voice your radio or TV spots, on-hold messages, or whatever you need in one of my many voices or celebrity voices, custom characters, or an announcer voice. A great gift idea. Have me make a celebrity phone call for a special occasion. Just go to www.ronhayden.com to sample my voice demos. Email me at rhvoices1 at msn.com. I look forward to working with you in a high voice, a low voice, or just my voice. Cindy Gilman is a certified holistic and Reiki and energy practitioner, as well as a spiritual medium. As a spiritual medium and empath, she conducts individual personal consults either by phone or in her office. All sessions are professional and confidential. For a phone consultation or in-office appointment, go to www.cindygilman.com or call 401-885-4115.